0: Seminar title, Managing Communications and Finances in Marriage. When I got married, I shared the experience with my wife. I told my wife, sit down. You know, when we were on campus those days, when they say, let's pray. Honestly, I used to pray. When there is a strike, you know, I was actually driving pickup. And that's the story for another day. And it's when I work for that uncle that I get money to come back to school. So all these times that they will be praying, let's come back, let's come back. Me, I will be saying, God, let this in linger for two weeks. So that I can get more money from the uncle. Praise the Lord. Because each trip to Anisha or Abba is um, kind of additional pay for me. So, but I told her that, I now understand mm-hmm. scriptures very well. Anything we pray for will be given to us. She understood. I said, but brethren, do you know that sometimes you may be thinking that you are praying in agreement with your wife. You are not praying in agreement with her. You may have been, the relationship may have been a master-servant relationship. We are going to get into that. If the relationship is a master-servant relationship, when you are holding your wife's hand and you are praying, the woman is praying. Sometimes they pray in tongues and God hears both the tongues and the heart, the prayer that will pray in the heart. So it is not in agreement. Praise the Lord. So you need to pray in agreement. And we need to understand why we need to pray in agreement praise the lord now one of the benefits is that when you are dwelling with your wife in wisdom that you, your prayers are answered so a good marriage is a key to answered prayers a good marriage is a key to answer prayers going back to that office i went back to the house i called my wife i told my wife we agreed that god has blessed us with so many children that I have to be around with you to train these children. Now they said that that office that they have promoted me into, that two things will happen. is either they transfer me out of that place, or that I will lose my job. I said to her, I don't believe that. So we need to pray here and decree that wheresoever the sole of our feet shall tread upon, we will possess. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we prayed that prayer. So when I was to move into the office, I invited my wife and I invited the parish pastor of our parish two people to come and pray for me before I moved into the office just the two of them and as they were coming I had a room for my wife and I had for the pastor so when they came I knelt down in the office so my wife led in the prayer with the pastor and they prayed and they said That instead of transfer, that I will get promotion and that I will remain here. So when they were finished, very short prayer, I pulled the RNA room. I told my wife, I told my wife, you know, you are a priest, so take. And I told the pastor, pastor said, wow, I've learned something. I said to him, that's how I do my own. That my wife is a priest. You know what? Because she has been connected spiritually. She has taken a responsibility to be praying. Praise the Lord. So a lot of men are not succeeding because they have not recognized their wives as priests in their homes. Praise the Lord. So there's no answer to the prayers. People are struggling. Answers are not coming to prayers. My question is this. Are your prayers answered? Think about your marriage. If your prayers are not answered, think about your marriage go back the bible says if the foundation be destroyed what shall the righteous do go back in humility and ask god and ask your wife you know for forgiveness praise the lord the bible says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 9 two are better than one i always tell people that the bible clearly stated that when one is chasing one thousand that the that two will chase ten thousand i have tried to understand that mathematics you know i said to you that in agreement you can do exploits when the two of you agree you will chase ten thousand i thought about unprecedented Heights God has helped us achieve, accomplished. Now, if you are married and your relationship is like master-servant relationship, what happens is that the woman faces the West and the man faces the East. And both are getting 1,000 back. Now, it means that mathematically, the both of them are losing 8,000 each month. Praise the Lord. If I am in agreement with my wife, and we are working together, the Bible says the two shall chase 10,000. I always look forward to that 10,000. So I go to her and we work in agreement so that we can get that 10,000. All the people who do not understand this benefit keep getting every month 2,000. Praise the Lord. Another benefit is sound health. Sound health. Since a good marriage brings peace of mind, sound health is there. Of course, we know what like bitterness, anxiety, malice can lead to, or forgiveness can lead to. But each time there is a sound marriage, there is sound health. I said also that each time there is a sound marriage, parenting is made easy. My father told me, that we don't have delinquent children, that we have delinquent parents. Children copy what they see and not what you tell them. How many of you, when we go to campuses to talk to them about marriage, and you simply say to them, how many of you would like your marriages to be like that of your parents?
1: Stand up. I'm telling you, you don't see up to 10% of the congregation.
0: Simple. How many of you will want your marriages to be like that of your parents? If you ask questions, some ladies will tell you, No, my daddy is a bully. My daddy doesn't have time for her mom.
1: My daddy is not there. And so on and so forth. Children copy what you do
0: and not what you say. So parenting is made easy. My daughter was praying one day in her room. I walked into her room. She said, Father, please, when I'm of age to marry, Let a man that that looks like my daddy, that is like my daddy marry me. I went back and I tapped my wife. See the kind of prayer our daughter is praying, you know. I have much more work. So later I called her, I said to her, God will give you a man that is even better than your daddy. She said, no, if I can just marry a man that is like my daddy, I am okay. Praise the Lord. How do you treat your wives? Is your relationship such that your daughters will pray that, God will give them a man that is like you. How do you treat your wife? Parenting is made easy when the marriage is sound. Marriages are for companionship. When I got home on Thursday, I told my wife I share a lot of things. But as a matter of fact, most of the times, wherever you see me is where you see my wife. Sometimes in the office, when I'm not very busy, I'm not attending to people, she will leave her own office, she will come to my office. Companionship is one of the reasons for marriage. You know, when people have different rooms, let's really understand this. In some Christian homes, the man has a room to himself, the woman has a room to herself. Sometimes it's busy pinging someone in the night. And you are busy sending text messages to some people. The end is defeated. There is no companionship. The question is, why must you have a different room from your wife? Why must your room be different? The Bible says, and the two became one. So why do you have separate rooms? You get reasons like, My wife has so many clothes, so the wardrobe. You get reasons like, I need to have time to myself, so and so on. It is not right. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter who does it. It is not what? It is not right. You create opportunity for the devil to penetrate into your families. Amen. Marriages are for for companionship. They are for you to, you know, marriages are for you to keep warm. You know, when at a point at night, you know, it's like fever, uh, I, I started running fever. My wife just touched me. as ah, touched me. That is like, your body is getting warm. You know, I said, yes. She said, let's just pray. If, you were to, if she were to be in a different room, would she know that? Now, let me tell you why our parents who started this, a man should have a different room. Why they did it if you don't know. Most of them were polygamists. Most of them were what? Polygamists. So in order to solve a problem of Franco, the man had a room to himself and built different huts for their wives. One hut for the first wife, one hut for the second wife. Are you a polygamist? Do you want to marry another wife? Okay, is he right because your father, who was a polygamist, had a different room from their mommy's room? Or who didn't understand the importance of staying together, did it? You want to do it? Do you want to be a polygamist? Because that's exactly how the devil creeps in. And that's why there's a relationship that looks like it's master-servant relationship. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The next benefit is staying focused. If you see a man who works well with his wife, the man is always focused. The man knows where he is going to. Staying focused. A good marriage allows you to focus on your career and calling. Nobody can deny the fact that a turbulent marriage, separation and divorce are all serious sources of distraction in life. Let me give you an example. When I got married newly, that was in 2002. In 2003, I was working with Standard Trust Bank. One morning, I had a misunderstanding with my wife. And I went to work. A customer came to me. And, I don't know, I can't remember what he asked for. I just charged. The customer, I didn't do anything on. I started misbehaving. The customer just walked into the manager's office then and reported me to the manager. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. As he was coming out, the Spirit of God just told me, "Hi, something is wrong. You better apologize to this man. So I broke down in tears and I went to the man. I said to him, Daddy, please, I'm sorry. I just don't know what came over me. But I simply believe it's because I had a misunderstanding with my wife this morning. The man said, are you married? I said, yes. Sir. And he said to me, you had a misunderstanding with your wife? I said, yes. Sir. He said to me, hi. See, listen. When you are leaving the house, forget about the house. Come to work. When you are in the office and you are leaving the office, going home, forget about the office. Think about the home. Don't ever carry the problem from the house to the office. If not, you will wreck your career. But beyond that, I understood that, If I have a sound marriage, that I will be focused in life. So he took me by hand and went to the manager. Then, I said to him, I have made peace with this young man. I understand his problem. So forget about all I reported against him. From that day, God opened my eyes. You will bear witness with me that each time you have a misunderstanding with your spouse, you struggle throughout that day, two of us. It's true. I don't need the answer. You struggle throughout that day, you'll be so irate, you'll be quarreling with everything. God forbid, if you're, if you're a surgeon and you walk into the theater and you want to operate on somebody, God will show the person mercy. Praise the Lord. So, if you want to stay focused, you must try as much as possible. So, each time I'm going for anything, each day, I hold hands. If I have the privilege of being in the house, when I I want to go to work, I hold hands with my wife and we pray and we declare. Simple prayer. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Are you focused? Are you really focusing maximally? Are you benefiting from what God has given to you? Think about your marriage if that is not happening. Staying focused, credibility. A lot of churches are looking for a man who has good marriage. They're looking for a man who is an example in the area of managing his own home. Today, pastors come with all sorts of doctrines to justify why they maltreat their wives at home or why they maltreat their spouses at home. But remember. That people believe that if you cannot keep your home, some may come and pretend and give you an impression that they are keeping their homes. Some are bullies. They come and tell you that, see, the woman should be under. You remember what the Bible says in the book of First Peter, chapter 3, verse 7. He says, deal with them with every wisdom because they are weaker vessels. It didn't stop there. He says, beyond the that, they are weaker vessels. They are now your mates, they are co heirs. So my wife is my co-heir. So I deal with her with wisdom. Like I deal with my own mate. And not like a servant. A piece of furniture in the house. So churches truly are looking for men who have credibility in the area of their marriage. The truth is that you may be pretending in the church. The truth is that you may come to church and manage to stay beside your wife but you are not dealing with her incredibility. credibility. You are not true to your wife. That's the story. Maybe we will repeat that story when we come to communication. A pastor was quarreling with his wife. They sat together in the church. The man preached a wonderful message. The church dismissed. The woman had a meeting with fellow women, the pastor picked his Bible and went home. And when the pastor got home, remember that they have been quarreling. The story has it that the woman started calling. Of course, the man didn't take his call. When the woman got to the gate and was running and calling, the man didn't take his call. She drove into the garage and was calling the man. The man didn't take his call. After a while, the man said, Ah! This woman has been calling me. She's no more calling me. What's the problem? The man called the gate man. Go to the garage and check for madame. When the gate man got there, madame had passed on. The man rushed. The gate man started shouting, "Oga, Oga! I don't know what is happening to madame. I don't know what is happening to madame. This is somebody who sat with his wife side by side in the church. All that glitter is not gold. Men, we need to look at our lives. So, when they got there, they said that the woman was an asthmatic patient. So, all the while she was calling the husband, she was calling her to bring down the inhaler. So, because they were quarreling, the man did not take the call. So, the man was one making the confession I killed my wife. Is that the kind of leaders we need in the church? And you know, funny enough, when, our, when we have that kind of experience, the man will be in a hurry. To marry another one. Such men should be flogged. But I pray that after today, their story will be a changed one in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So, without wasting our time, I'm asked to discuss on how to manage communication and finances in marriage. We've looked at the benefits of marriage we've looked at some of the reasons why our marriages should be sound, so that you will enjoy what God has planned for you. The Bible says, God has a thought for me and you, a thought of good and not of evil, to bring it to an expected end. When God gave me a wife, God gave me a wife that I may enjoy the wife of my youth. God gave me a wife so that I will enjoy the good God has given to me. He says again, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. That good thing wasn't for that particular day you were joined alone. That good thing is for the rest of your life. As long as both of you live together. So that good thing does not start and end just that day you wedded or one year after the wedding. It is a life from the pit of hell. I have noticed that there are some pillars that we guarantee that these benefits keep flourishing. Our convener said I should just talk on communication and finance. Another one that is important is sex in marriage. But I will, for the purpose of this seminar, I will stop on that communication and finance. What is communication? What is communication? Communication simply means the act of exchanging information with someone. I am exchanging information with someone. There's a way that if my wife was to be seated here, other than saying, please, I want to drink water, there's a way I will look at her. She will know that I need water to drink. That is communication. Communication is not just when it is verbal. Communication can be written. Communication can be by sign language. It can be by contact. Amen. Managing your marriage in the area of communication is so important. It makes the work easy. It makes the bonding sweeter. The woman wants you to talk to her. The man wants the woman to talk to him. It is true communication that you know who you are living with. Paul said, Paul is someone who has been working with God all the years. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, he said that I may know him. So he wanted God to tell him more about who he was. If I ask you, do you know your wife? You will say yes. Why maybe? Because you know her name or her names. Possibly you know her date of birth and God helping you. You remember her birthdays Every year God helping you. You know her father's name. You know her mother's name. Do you really know her? If Paul, that point in time we say that i may know you have you sat down to ask your wife that i may know you who are you tell me more about yourself tell me what you like and what you don't like tell me what i will do and when i do that we will be really together have you sat down to ask your wife these questions tell me who you are tell me things that when I do them, you will not like. You will not like them. And your wife sits down. And in a during communication, the one that has killed the the children of God recently is because is this telephone and iPad. When I get home, I switch off my phone. I put off the iPad. I sit with my wife. There's a chair in the room. When we retire, I said, Tell me how your day was today. I want to tell you how mine was. She will now start telling me. She's working on a PhD work. She will tell me and tell me and tell me and tell me. Do you know that because of communication, I can talk about her PhD work. Meanwhile, she's a medical radiographer, and I don't know much about medicine. She tells me about her PhD work as though she's making a presentation to me. She's a medical radiographer. I work in a bank. I tell her about my work. So she knows. I was telling her, "Do you know the meaning of KPI?" She said, "Yes." When I'm married to a banker, why wouldn't I know the meaning of KPI? So she knows because of communication. So we sit down. I put off all of the phone. I said to people, people keep asking me, "How do you cope with being a banker, being a preacher, being a father, and a husband?" And I said to them, "When I'm in the bank, I make sure I shut down everything, and I tend to bank issues." When I'm in the church, I make sure the worst place you tell me about accounts or whatever is when I'm in the church. I will shut down everything about banking. I will do church things. Except if I'm not told. All the places you have gone to plant a church I have always been there. Except if I'm not told. And when I'm there, I will switch off. I will make sure I participate. So, when I don't see some men of this church. I just assume that they have not learned how to manage their time as well. So I will switch off and I will be in the church. When I'm at home, I will switch off work, church, I will be a wonderful father. I will play with the children, I will play with my wife. My wife likes when she's talking to me, I look into her eyes, eyeball to eyeball. You know that there are some men, when our wives are talking to us, we are busy pressing phone and sending text messages. Your attention is half. Your mind is on the telephone. There's a particular friend of mine. He said one day the wife was telling her, telling him something serious, and he was sending a test. The woman, out of annoyance, grabbed the phone and smashed the phone. Who asked for it? Is the man. Communication is such that when the woman, if you want to get to your woman, you look into her eyes, you participate in the discussion. You get involved. How do you participate in the discussion? You ask her questions. So you mean, if you do this in this project, it could be a stupid question. But it gives her impression, and she knows that you are listening to her. She said, yes, exactly. If you do this, if you do it this way, I will get this result. I said, okay, so in this context, you need a medical um, lab scientist to help you do this. She said, exactly. I'm looking for such so and so person. I said, good, I will just tell myself, Father, thank you, you are helping me here. And she will be so excited. She will say, that's all that happened to the so Tell me about your own. And I will engage her. And I will tell her, see, 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 we have a prayer point here. Managing your communication at home. Do you know that when I get home, and when I want sex to happen at home, from communication, my wife will know, doctors will call in foreplay or whatever. Do you know that when I get home, and... I want to make love to my wife. Communication in marriage. She could be in the kitchen. I would have sent a lot of text messages from the office. I'll be telling her how beautiful she is. I'll be praising her. I'll be telling her how my life has turned around because I just found a lady. How God just packaged my glory and packaged all my prosperity in one lady called Olama. So when I get home, I'll just say, ah, there's a mosquito. There's mosquito. I'll just be, mosquito. She said, This is my husband. Which mosquito now are you killing? I said, See, mosquito is everywhere. It's communication. I'm sending a signal. She said, I know your problem. Don't worry. Let me just manage and finish this food. I said, Please manage. The mosquito is too much. Praise the Lord. It is not saying. Your home should be such that when unbelievers walk into your home, see our prayer. It's not just building a mansion. That's the way your world will be so conducive. When people come into your home, it's just a feeling. They will just have a feeling that there is so much peace of God here. It's because of the way you communicate with your spouse. It's because of the way you manage your communication. Do you, from time to time, I know you are busy people. I know you are medical doctors. I know you are engineers. But you have your phones in your hand. You can do WhatsApp. You can do text messages. Even if you are in a meeting. If I'm in a meeting, it is assumed that I should, you know, anywhere I am on this planet Earth, under two hours, my wife can tell you this is where my husband is. I'm accountable through communication. I'll send her a text message. I'm going to see Dr. K. after this message. You know, so, so, and so, and so. Thank you. I cannot talk where I am. How are you doing? You know, I love you so much. Communication. So at every given point in time, your wife can say, my husband is at so-and-so's place. So even if they are hearing of something that happened somewhere, she said, no, I know where my husband is. Do you communicate with her? Do you, are you accountable through communication? When it's her birthday, it's not just, you know, it's, it's not buying cake, it's not buying gifts. Gifts are good, but a woman—what what trips a woman? Are simple, simple things. Simple things. I love you. Communication. You are beautiful. You are very beautiful. I couldn't have married a, a better woman. You are. F, you are the. F, you are everything that I need in a woman. I tell her all these things. God looked at me and gave me a woman like you. When last did you tell your wife she's beautiful? When last did you tell your wife, I love you? When last did you sing her praises? The Bible tells us in the book of Sons of Solomon. You sing her praises. When last, or you are, when you come, you just hit her on. Bah, ba 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 You stand up. When last did you tell her, she's beautiful? When last did you buy something for her? I just got this for you, just to tell you. One day my wife was in the, in the department. I don't know what they were doing. I just got up. I went to... I think celebrities, I bought rice for her. And I went into my car, asked the driver, please take me to UNEC. I told her, are you in school? She said, yes. I said, I'm at the the entrance bay. Can you come out? She came out. I said, please, I know you are busy today. You told me you won't be home till 5. I just got lunch for you so that you can make out time and eat. You know, I love you. My wife was like, "After after about 14 years, you are still doing this? I said, yes, I will keep doing it. I will keep doing it. She had told me how her day was going to be. She had told me all that she was going to do. I just remember that in all these things she had said that there was no lunch in between. And she wouldn't go to ref to eat in the university. So it was just ideal that that woman whom God has used to glorify my life should be treated well. So I got that food for her. That is the type of communication. What she got back is that my husband still loves me. My wife can go anywhere and beat her chest and say to everybody, I know my husband loves me. Can our wives individually say that about us? Yes, she will say that she knows I love her now. You know, that is the problem with, you know, these believers. You know, she knows that I am spirit. I am tongue talking. How can I use the same mouth I use in speaking in tongues? To tell a woman that I love her, the benefits of marriage is eluding you. How can I tell her I love her? How can I tell her she's beautiful? Me that I lead in prayer meetings, me that I do this, me that serve communion, the benefits are eluding you. When you love a woman that way, and when you express it, it's not just loving; expressing it through words, expressing it. Through gifts, small gifts. I saw something one day. I called her. I said to her, there's something I saw in my colleagues. My colleague wore something to the office in Lagos. I said to her, I, that thing is fine. Would you like it? She said, yes, but it's not in Enugu. I said, don't worry. I know my wife will like this. Thing. I know my wife wouldn't mind this, so I got it for her. It's so simple. But what does he leave her with? That my husband thinks about me all the time. My husband thinks about me all the time. My husband loves me. My husband is such that it doesn't matter where he is, he thinks about me. So I came back and I gave her the gift. And I said to her, I love you so much. You know, I just decided to give you this token. To just tell you how much I love you. I think about you. I wish I could do more. She said, you don't even need to say it. I know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When last did you drop a note for her? She traveled sometime in in December. She traveled to the U.S. So by the time she came back, I said to myself, I heard of a friend whose wife went to be delivered of a baby in the U.S. And the woman died there. And the woman was to be brought home. So I learned from it. I said, This one, the woman will be brought home, dead. This, is my own, my wife is coming back, alive. I repented our room. Because what we do, when we want to do burial, this is to repent the house, isn't it? We, when you want to lay somebody in state, you do what? You, you try to put ribbon. Everything, isn't it? Praise the Lord. You put reborn now. So before, because my wife was calling back, I repented the room with small money. I repented the room. I changed the curtain. I got small, small flower. I wrote, I love you so much. I'm happy you are coming back alive. I'm happy that I am not decorating a place to receive a corpse. Praise the Lord. It could just be that she went to work, and they are saying, I want to. So people go to work, and they don't come back alive. When last did you write, I love you, and kept under the pillow? Whereas last did you write, I love you, and left just at the dressing mirror? As simple as this. This is communication. The woman is saying, wow, this my man- husband has changed. What is happening? The woman is praying for you. The woman is pulling heavens and telling heavens, my husband marks excel." I can imagine why I am excelling you know that last night, because of, this, because of the cold, my wife, my wife was praying and asking God, please help my husband. Help him to the point that for the number of hours he will talk, you will strengthen him. That's the kind of thing you get. from. What did I do? Simply put, I love you. Note, you drop a note. You buy something like a card. It's old fashioned. But you say it, you will say it because she knows I love her, I don't need to do that. No, she needs to hear that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Another thing you do in communication is that you stay close to the person. I encourage people, you know, in our local church, those days, you come into the church, I think the left, if you are facing the congregation, the right wing, women sit on the right wing and the left wing, the men sit on the left wing. That's my local church. Those days, St. Michael's Anglican Church. And when I grew up and I got married, I was wondering why women would be sitting, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about, in our local churches in the village. I was wondering why you come to church, your wife that you are living with will now sit there and you will sit here. And I said, it's possible, you know, in those days, most of them were also polygamists. Who will you sit with? And we have learned, we have carried it along. We come to church, we think is part of being very spiritual. So you sit there, you sit here. It's not ideal. You stay close to the person. If I want to talk to my wife, and I want to engage her in a discussion, I sit very close to her. There are times she will be saying something. Maybe something so important to her. And she's about to break. I'll just hold her hand on her knees. I'll just tell her, it's okay. It's okay. You know, when, I was, when my daddy died and we were burying my daddy, at a point during the service, I broke down. She was sitting by my side. My mom was sitting on my right. My, my wife was sitting on, on my left. I'm the first son. So I broke down. Immediately, she knew that I had broken down. She just held my hand and told me, Be strong. You man of valor. I just turned. Praise the Lord. Sitting close to your wife, sitting close to your husband. She just held my hand and said to me, Be strong, thou man of valor. It's important that we learn to sit close. It's not, is not if I am talking and that you have something to share with, it's not a thing. You just whisper something to your, to your wife in the church. You are sitting close. It's this thing. We need to do something about this. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's part of the benefit in, in communicating. In fact, each place, all the places we've handled communication in marriage, and it's like couple meeting, people sit together. You see that a lot of homes are suffering. You see that it's a long time, a man told a wife, I love you. So when you tell the man to tell the wife, I love you in the church, the woman is n- n- to- ke- saying, situated- Let me see how he will say it. Something he has not said all this while. <absolutamente absorption> you know that's why someone said, when the husband told her, I love you, he, he was, she was like, Am I sure this man is okay? Why? Because the man has not said it for a long time. Can I ask you, when last did you tell your wife, I love you? When last? When last did you praise your wife? You know, back to that same testimony of my wife coming to the office to pray. When she finished praying, I told her that. I am so certain that because she has prayed this prayer, that God has answered completely. How will she feel? She will feel that she is closest to God. She will feel that my husband understands that I have a ministry. Sometimes, when I don't have the strength to minister, when we go to some places, like on Sunday evening, after I had ministered in a vigil, it was, you know, it was quite, the virtue had gone. There was, a, there was an evening program before we went for one birthday. I just told her, we are going to preach. I will be in the congregation. During question and answer, I will take it up. I'm also blessed when you preach. So, my wife is programmed through communication. I know very well that she is... Pro- you know what? If I am living, by the time we would have fulfilled our days, and I'm leaving, by the grace of God, I have always asked God, please, please help me. Let me be the first to leave. I am so certain. I have not withheld any information from her. None. I have not. I have not returned any information from her. Praise the Lord. Ask yourself again. Are there things that you think your wife should know? Or your wife doesn't know about you? Are there things? It's not supposed to be. The Bible says, Both were naked and they were not, what? Ashamed. Communication. Communication. So, from today... We have resolved that one after every two hours or one hour or three hours you know when you're taking some malaria drug they will tell you take this one after every 12 hours so even when you're sleeping somehow i don't know how it happens once is the twelfth hour you wake up you look at your time say ah or antibiotics some funny ones are six six hours take it over every six, six hours how about communicating with your wife Can't you say that this this kind of approach that after every three hours I need to just send a text to my wife I love you so much You are the mother of my children You are after God You are the center of my heart You are everything that matters to me in life after God If you say that that you will be doing it and you resolve to do that from today God will help you to be doing that in Jesus name Praise the Lord Now the next one Is come is finance in marriage. Finance in marriage. A lot of homes are not where they should be because they are not managing their finance in marriage well. The Bible says again that you should multiply. The Bible says that He gives to the sower seed and to the eater what bread. When God has made you the man in the home, God expects that you carry your wife along in the area of finance. But let me tell you, if you manage your communication well, it will be easy for you to manage your finance well. Finance in marriage. A lot of us have different accounts. It is completely wrong that I send money to people and I don't tell my wife. Absolutely wrong. It doesn't matter who. When I want to sow into into the work in this church, I discuss with my wife. When I want to give, I discuss with my wife because we are now one. When I want to do anything, I discuss with her. We are now one. It will will be so. If I I ask here, how many of us disclose? Of course, you know what's happening in Nigeria. The Senate Senate president that didn't disclose his... um, They said he didn't disclose his assets. If I ask us, are there monies or accounts you have that your wife don't know about? Does Does your wife know how much you earn to the last couple? Does your wife know how much you earn to the last couple? Does your wife know how you spend this money. Now, when your wife knows how much you earn to the last couple, and you carry her along on the expenditure pattern, the work is very easy. In economics, they say that money does three things. It's for transaction, it's for precaution, and it's for what, speculative purpose. When I make money. Either through my salary or business proceed. What God tells me is that 10% is is his own. So I just take 10% and I give back to God. That's tight. When that is done, I have 90% left. Praise the Lord. I have said that the 90% I can divide it into three. The Bible says a man who cannot take care of his family is worse than an infidel. So I divide the money into three. So 30%, 10%, 30%, 30%, and 30%. You have a total of 100%. And it has helped me. And I said, this is for transaction, this is for speculative, and this is for precaution. Precautionary papers. When my wife earns her salary, she discloses what she has earned. It is not godly that you say the woman's money is her money. Let me tell you the truth. When a man is not asking the woman about her money, the man is cheating on the woman on the area of finance. The man doesn't want the woman to ask him about his own finance. Sometimes when our wives ask us about our finance, you get angry. You put up a front to cover up something. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, it's it's like a policy in the house. When money has to go to my in-laws, it doesn't matter how much, the name of the depositor is my name. When money has to go to people from my side, so so to speak, the name of the depositor has to be my wife's name. You know, there are men that will give money to maybe People, I experience an uncle who will give money to me and tell me, shh, keep your mouth short, don't let your auntie know about it. Arrow. So even when you want to go and say, auntie, thank you for the money, he will tell you, shh, don't let your auntie know that I gave you money. Keep your mouth short. He's not Christian. So I made up my mind, I said, when I get married, Everything that I will give to people from my side, my wife must know about it, and I will give. I will give using her name. Everything that has to go to my wife's people, I must know about it, and we will give using our name. My own name, sorry. That has been our practice. So my father-in-law gets money every month. He tweets from Ehi. He calls. He calls thank you my mother gets my mother calls my wife i got an alert so what does it do my wife knows when money leaves the account my wife knows the account money has left from she knows everything about finance in the house what again does it do you know i was talking about issues we be handling in the office men separate account. Sometimes you ask, why wouldn't you tell your wife about this account? She said, no. If I tell her now, she will start demanding so much. Oh God, the foundation is wrong. Why don't you go back and teach her that you are keeping this. You people need to work together and this money will be kept for so, so and so and so and so. When we were building, I said to my wife, this is, let's pray that God helps us to pack in so and so time. This is the expected income. Let's go this way. I will be accountable. So all the money that we built with, when they come, we, I'll, I'll pay it into an account. Both of us are signatories. She was with the um, checkbook. So she was the one issuing all the checks. I would just call her and say to her that the engineer said they need this, they need this, they need that. I think we should pay. She would say, okay, she will issue the check. She will get a lot in her phone and a signatory to the account. The speed with which we built was unprecedented. So when she gets alert and the money is dropping, she will call me and say to me that the balance in the account, as though I'm not seeing it, is just, and so we need to pray more. It is wrong to tell a woman, you see, um, everything about food in the house, Take care of it. It's my responsibility to pay school fees. It's my responsibility to pay house rent. you now not divide it. It's wrong. It's not biblical. Honestly. The Bible says, and the two shall become one. There's a pool. And when the two become one, the two will begin to chase 10,000. So when you divide that, what you have done is that your wife is chasing 1,000. And you are chasing 1,000. And every day you are sweating. And you are telling the woman, you don't understand the kind of trouble I'm passing through here. You are sweating. And the kind of sweat that's coming is not the type that ordinary handkerchief will wipe. You will need a towel. Because you are sweating. You are sweating because you have not taken, you know, there's something about mechanized agriculture. If I want to cultivate this particular place manually, I will suffer so much to cultivate. But if I use mechanized agriculture, it becomes a lot easier. The word of God is like a mechanized system for you to enjoy your marriage. It's because you've not applied the word of God in the area of your finances. Understanding what... Do you know that when salary is paid, I am not in Enugu, And I tell my wife, I have got a lot for my salary. My wife writes checks for my tithe and goes to church and pays. For example, I could be somewhere, maybe um, out of out of the country. She writes my check, and she goes to church, and she pays my tithe on my behalf. Of course, we know the benefits. We know the benefits of paying tithe. So she pays it. She understands everything. I don't hide anything from her. She knows. In fact, I you know when when I talk about finance and my siblings are there, and I encourage my siblings to do same, they will just say, hey some people will say because i will tell them that up to the belt i am wearing on my waist i have wield everything to my wife everything the house where we live all the cars in the house everything is in her name do you know why i did it man listen we won't tell ourselves any lie we are living in a community in a state in a place where once the man is not there, the man's people come after the woman. And they beseech this woman. And they strip this woman. By the way, by the time I got married, what did I have? I had nothing. So all the things that I have, we, we got the, those things together. The house, the vehicles. Down to the spoon in the house. If they will give me receipts when I'm buying it, down to the spoon. Receipts. I will just tell her, open a fire. Jokingly like I will tell her I'm not going to die early. But if at all God calls me, why are you are crying, you say they will touch this Jeep. He said, It's my own. Oh no. <laughs> they will touch this one. He said, It's my own. Oh no. They say, Which one does your husband have? So that made me to go and buy a real. But I've I had to give her the real. I'll go and buy keke and pep. So that she will just tell them, Is that keke a pep that is in her name? We care people. They want to eat where they did not so. You see widows. They are, they, are, they, are, they are stripped of all they have worked for. But that, does that happen to widowers? No. Why can't you be wise? Why can't you be wise? If you are sure so, you are dwelling with your wife in sincerity. Do you know that people come into the bank? And when they come into the bank, women, widows, they say to me, I just want to know, I got one, This message from your bank. I want to know if Paraventure, my husband has an account there. What's your husband's name? Okay. Is this the picture? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, sir. When was he born? She will give you the the date. Mm -hmm. Where do you believe? She will tell you. Everything will correspond. The man may have kept 20 million in the account. The man didn't tell the wife. The woman will not be crying. The woman can't pay school fees of the children. And the woman will be asking, How do I access this money? And I will tell the woman, Based on law, you need to get a letter of administration. The woman will say, ah, How will I get it? I know these things don't come like I just said it. It's not like putting syringe in an injection or whatever, and pulling it. You take time, you take, you take days. Sometimes the children would have been expelled from school. Remember, a good man leaves inheritance for his children's children. If you are such a man, you are a bad man. What should be done to that man is to go to his grave, pull him out, and frog him. He's a wicked man. Now the woman goes, and the woman goes for a letter of administration. And they tell him that he has to pay 10%. And the woman has no choice. The woman pays 10%. If the woman goes through a lawyer, the lawyer will charge. 10% of 20 million is 2 million. Money that a man made. And the man would have ordinarily made the wife a signatory to the account. Before my daddy passed on, my daddy and my mom operated... A joint account either to sign. My daddy had renal failure for some time. So he called my mom and said to my mom that you know from what the doctors are telling us, my days are numbered. I can't even I'm not strong anymore to be writing all these things. You know how we have always operated? Can we introduce one of our children as a signatory to our account? My mother said, Why not? I'm the first son. My dad did not ask my mom, "Who amongst your children would you want to sign with?" And I, my mom said, "Which question is this? Is your first son?" She said, no, I want somebody that will deal with you the way I have dealt with you. So where you want somebody that? My mom said, "Is your first son?" He said, "He said to her, call him." They were in my house. So I went to the room. He said we want to introduce you to our account. See how I have dealt with your mother all this while. I have also prepared a file and I have told your mother the file is somewhere. Anytime God calls me, read that file and please, make sure you don't make things difficult for your mom. I said, yes, Dad. Do you know that? It doesn't matter whether it is one Naira or twenty Naira or twenty million dollars in that account. We didn't Pay for letter of administration. A good man. We didn't have to. My mother wrote, introducing me as a signatory to the account. My daddy signed, and they introduced me. I took it to the to their bank, and I filed in. My mom has been in the United States with my younger brother, so when she was traveling, I also called her and I said to her, "Mom, it is important that now you are traveling." Let me introduce somebody else. At least our first sister can also be, your first daughter can also be a signatory. She said, no problem. So that account has four people now. My father who is gone, my mother, myself, and my sister. Any to sign. Any to sign. When I picked up the file my daddy was referring to, my daddy had done what they call power of attorney, Signed his portion, all the shares he bought, dematerialized, signing all the transfer forms to his son. A good man leaves inheritance for his children's children. And he had given specific instruction. Every month, this is what is due to your mom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Every month, this is what is due to your mom. Amen. A good man lives. Inheritance for his children's children. So when a man dies, and the little, the man would have made things so difficult for those alive, more especially the wife. A woman who has sacrificed all, including changing her surname to answer your name. A woman who has given you children, who has gone through all the traveling, prevailing in all the labor rooms. They are making things difficult for the woman. Sometimes, why they weep? Why the widows weep? It's not because you've gone. It's because of the kind of punishment we have given to them. Amen. The question is, why are you hiding your finance from her? Why are you hiding your finance from her? That's the question. And only you can answer the question, Why am I hiding my finance from my wife? Do you also know that it's because you are hiding your finance from her, that's why you are being held down. I was telling my wife, I said to my wife that a man who is not disclosing his finance to his wife is not a generous man. He's not a liberal man. Is a stingy man. To start with, that vehicle, you know, when I was growing up, I realized that when we have a first car, they will be driving the car. When the Lord prospers them and they buy a newer one, they will now give the rickety vehicle, the one that you almost pushing it to their wives, three of us, and they will be balancing on the new one. When the Lord prospers them again and they get a newer one, they will now they keep handing down. Is it written in the Bible? But why? I have outpriced my wife in the market. Each time there's a new car given to us, or we, we bought a new car, given to us to the extent that I get status car from the bank. That status car is my car. The bank has given it to me. The same way I have received it. I give to my wife. You know, it's it's almost like I won't call it. I I I won't call it bribe or enticing her. I tell her, you know, the next promotion will come with this kind of vehicle, and if it comes, you know, it's your own. So why don't you pray? What do you think the woman will do? The woman will fast because when the car comes, it's her own. What kind of car does your wife drive? The one that you have been topping water topping water topping water and you feel that the woman should be the one driving that one praise the lord amen so all the vehicles that we've had managing your finance when they come the newer one comes she changes her own so i i rather do something like you know you take the new one i take the older one you take the new one i take the older one What happens is that the woman is praying for you. Under managing your finance, when we got married, take for example, my salary was 30,000 naira a month. I said to her, I will pay my tithe. My tithe is 10%, 3,000 naira. Now, 30%, every month, I will give you 30% for upkeep in the house. Let's pray that God will help us maximize 30%. So we keep 30% for precaution and we keep 30% for speculative purpose in case an opportunity to buy shares, to buy land or something happens. She said, Okay, so 30% goes to her for family upkeep. She comes to tell me, Sweetheart, 30% is no more helpful. What do we do? Uh, We need to pray. When the salary becomes 150,000 naira and the tithe is fifteen thousand naira. It means that I have how much one thirty five thousand naira. Am I right? Thirty percent of it still goes to my wife. So the more the money, because the percentage formula is static. I wish she was here. She so will confirm that the percentage formula is static. Salary comes. goes to God. 30% immediately goes to the family upkeep. That woman is rich. So you know what she does? Every day she's laboring. Father, please, bless my husband. cause him to find favor. Let him be promoted. But you know, I got promotion 2007. I joined Assets Bank 2005. 2007, I was promoted. We had a child. Before the child comes, you know, 30%, I was just thinking about this, it's not ordinary. 30% of a particular level. Chimamanda came, promotion came. In 2009, Chidema came, promotion came. In 2005, Chidera came with a change of job. In 2011, our son came with a promotion. Static. It was constant, 30%. In 2013, We had twins. Promotion came. I told her, are you sure we will not make another baby soon? Praise the Lord. But you know what happened? In 2015, when the needs of the family was now increasing, on a level, that office, people stay for three years, four years before they get promotion. Under one and a half years, promotion came. I said to her, I must be stupid to think that it's not because of our prayer. And the way we'll be handling our finances, I said to her, "This is the new salary scale, 30 percent." So when you go to her kitchen, it's is not because of how much that I' is not because of how much I give, it's because of the percentage that I give. So there's food all the time to meet the status of the family. So in to, 2017 is just next year, right? I'm asking her, 2017. Something has to happen. I am willing to maintain 30%. I am willing to maintain 30%. When you maintain the 10%, why? When you maintain the 10%, when you keep paying your tithe, God has asked for 10% only. When you maintain that 10%, God says, I will make sure that I open the windows of heaven. All that you need to do is to maintain that 10%. You don't do calo call- call- with God. Let me just keep it now and pay school fees later. I will do it. Once you do that, God looks at you and says, eh, Okay, you okay, no problem. Go ahead and pay school fees. But as 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 much as you maintain your own agreement with God and you are giving God his ten percent, and as much as you maintain the portal for the family, and you are maintaining remember I said for three reasons. So at every point in time, there's thirty percent which is kept, there's another 30%, which is for transaction. Why? Because for that size of family, you'll be saying, I am a medical doctor, I am an engineer, I don't have the kind of money they pay you. But God has given you, I was telling my wife, I said to my wife that, do you know, when you walk along the road, you see wire, electric wire on the road. The same way you see signals of opportunities. So when things are becoming a little tight, we ask God for favor. We ask God we have we've kept something that we could use and do small business. We have kept thirty percent of this. It's for transaction. We are asking God from this thirty percent we have been keeping, help us so that we can use it and make more money. When they were buying shares and selling shares many years ago. Sorry, a lot of you came when we were now walking away, we going back home. You know, during that shares business boom some of you were thinking of how to come how to come how to come by the time you were coming people ha- were already going home they have finished selling and buying i said to my wife that there's an idea we're going to buy shares but we're not going to buy from the primary market we're going to buy from the secondary market we will buy and sell buy and sell buy and sell the same you know let's just not bother about in the magic because the way this thing looks it's possible that this may not last for long. Amen. We bought a land somewhere. We wanted to go and clear the land. We bought it 1.2 million. They were asking me, we bought two plots of land. They were asking me, do we want to sell it for 5.5 five million? Do we want to sell it for 5.5 five million? When you are dwelling with your wife in the area of finance, credibly, you know, my wife sits me down and she asks me, now that we have this, what do we do? She keeps me thinking. She asks probing questions, like, you know, when the doctors want to get re whatever, they say they clack people, probing questions. She asks me probing questions. Now you have six children, what is your plan? You know, sometimes when you are not ready, say, ah, God who has given us these children will take care of them. But what is their plan? When God has blessed you with your finance, with your money, God has blessed you, God has given you seed from that finance, and God has given you bread. God has given you bread, and God has given you seed. God expects you not to eat your seed, God expects you Not to sow your bread. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, He gives to the eater bread. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 10. He gives to the eater bread. And He gives to the sower. Seed. So when you deal with her in knowledge. She sees the seed. You say, this is what God. Everything. 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 everything, I want to say it. Everything. Everything. I disclose and I share with her when I want to take yesterday we were talking about our finances and she said you know that for some time now we've been doing this we've been doing that we've been doing this I said, yes for some time now what we've been doing is that we've been sowing this is rainy season very soon the harvest will come I just put it that way don't worry God is helping me this is rainy season you know during rainy season you keep sowing so I have been sowing the seeds Because this is rainy season. Very soon it will be the harvest season. And when they start coming, you will remember this day. Listen, if you don't have a wife that you are accountable to, you will make some mistakes. For example, do you know that sometimes as a man, while in the office, more especially now that the times are very good, the times are very good, you get a lot of telephone calls or text messages, needs in the house needs at home people are calling you money 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 sometimes you know sometimes men are so blindfolded that they feel they shouldn't discuss it with their wives so you know what happens at such times because they don't want to discuss with their wife because they know that their wives will ask them questions they give out that money that is for bread as seed they give out that money that is for seed as bread the priority. And when that is done, there's already a struggle. You are putting the round peg in a square hole or vice versa. Praise the Lord. My prayer today is that however God has blessed you, one, that you go home and make up your mind that even if it is thousand I have, my wife must know about it. Even if it is ten thousand that I have, when I would have fulfilled my days and I would have gone, my wife would not stand before any branch manager or bank manager asking and crying, how do I have access to this money? I don't know about you, for some of us that work, before our salaries come, we would have paid taxes. Is it not funny and stupid that after you are dead, right in your grave, Somebody is still paying taxes on your behalf. Because that 10% that is paid for that letter of administration is nothing but tax. So, as a dead man, you are still paying tax. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, both, Genesis chapter 2, verse 25, both were naked and they were not ashamed when you borrow money you know sometimes we feel that i don't need to weigh my wife down with the need first of all why are you borrowing money it could be misplacement of priority if at all you are borrowing money maybe for a project it is important that you tell your wife assuming you are borrowing money even as you are getting into marriage and you have borrowed money it is important that you just draw a line credit debit you write the person's name okonkwo okafo i'm owing him two thousand naira list everything let the woman know it's because you are not disclosing everything you are bothered about the people you are owing, and you are not disclosing it how will she know except you tell and you are thinking she's just placing demands on you I have borrowed to buy the car that we are driving I have borrowed to build a house I have borrowed to marry you I have borrowed to do this did you tell her? did you tell her that you are borrowed? don't you think it is important that you tell her that you have borrowed? don't you also think that if you tell her that you are borrowed that she will now know how to channel the prayers a lot of us are owing. our wives are there aware they are aware Amen. You know, we encountered a particular scenario. I'm rounding up with this. Somebody was owing the bank, and the man had used the house as collateral, and the loan was going bad. And there was a problem. The man didn't tell the wife. So one day we went to the man's house. And that visit was a very friendly visit. But it was a very hot one. So the man said, Come, come, come. I don't want you to talk here. Just come. The wife was around. Don't raise their voice, manager. Don't raise their voice. I said, Okay. Do you know what you're into? I shouldn't raise my voice. Are you trying to say that your wife doesn't know that you are owing the bank? He said, yes. I said, so are you trying to say that if you have 100 million in the bank now, that this man will not know? He said, but why would she know? I do my own thing, this is that. So I said to him, so if I had come to eject you now, the woman would just be in shock. I told him, I told my people to hold on. I told him, that's why you are struggling. You needed to have told your wife. Call your wife. He said, what do you want to do? do I said, call your wife. The the woman came. I said, Madam, beyond being a banker, that I preach the word, your husband wants to confess to you. I made the confession. The man was looking at me. I said, if you don't want to make the confession, I will make it on your behalf. The woman was looking at the man. I said, madam, are you ready to forgive this man? You won't believe it. I told the woman clearly, see, your husband used this house to collect money. His business has not been going well. You know, we are bankers. We came for this house. But I'm forgiving him because he never told you. Please go back and pray with your husband that his business we begin to boom, so that he can pay back. It happened here in Enugu. The man lives in Transcendulo, and I left. The woman called me and said to me that I don't know what I did in their home that day. That you do know it's not only our own bank. That the man now opened up and told him many other things that has been happening. If you are struggling. It could be because you've not shared that burden with your wife. The Bible says she is your helpmate. If you are owing so many people and it looks like things are so difficult, you will make a step forward and three steps backward. It's likely because you've not shared with your wife. Bow down your heads this morning. I don't know you as much as you know yourself. You were in church this morning. You have hidden accounts. You can go back and discuss with your wife. You can begin to see tomorrow from today. There's this, I don't know whether it is in a, in Anglican baptism or the scripture that says, Netitindo tindo, I no no Ne titindo. I want to leave an inheritance for my children's children for my wife and my children's children I don't want to leave problems for them think about yourself have you been
1: what you should be in the area of communication it's possible you will say yes she knows I love her
0: she knows that She's my wife now. It's possible. But you're in church this morning. I'm not interested in an altar call. But I just want that healing to happen. And that commitment that when you get back home, you will turn a new leaf. And you, you will disclose everything to your wife. God is looking for faithful men. God is looking for men of credible character. God is not looking for people that will give an impression that all is well. Behind they are, they are, they are bulldozers. God is looking for men who treat their wife, their wives like their mates, their friends, and not men who treat their wife like they are servants. They order them, go here, come here, go there, come there. Are you such a man? Have you been dwelling with her? In line with the scripture that says in First Peter chapter 3, verse, verse 17. Have you been dwelling with her in knowledge? Have you been dwelling with her in knowledge? Have you been loving her? Have you been chasing 10,000? Are you actually where you should be do you think you are where you should be? Examine yourself. Each time I talk about two chasing 10,000, I ask God, please, at every point in life, help me so that I don't miss out my, my 8,000. That 8,000 is there for you. But you are the one missing out. God looks at you and says, okay, you are not willing. So the woman comes back with 1,000. And you come back with 1,000. Who the eight thousand nobody but just look at your neighbor a lot of families are struggling because they have not understood this mystery i said to myself i have understood this mystery i must make sure i don't lose out my eight thousand that's one of the secrets that's one of the secrets so when my friends are collecting to two thousand i am collecting 10,000, 10, and if you look at it after a year, two years, in 10 months, they would have missed 80,000. But I would have gained that 80,000. It missed a lot. In 10 years, a lot. In 20 years, a lot. God is here this morning. Can I truly repent? Father, we thank you. Touch us as men. That we carry out that assignment you have given to us. Cause our marriage is to bring the benefits inside marriage. In the end, let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Now is the time for the questions and answers session.
1: Thank you. Yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, for one of the scriptures you, you quoted here, Proverbs 13 verses 22 mm-hmm. uh, that says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is stood up for for the righteous. Yes. Sir. Now my question here is well, that's little inheritance you're talking about, isn't it? Now what about heavenly inheritance for our children and and children children. That's my question. Number what if that man stores up this inheritance for the children children after you know he has gone all this you know wealth uh wasted because I have seen so many families here who started up this wealth for the children children but those words are no more. That's number two question. Uh, number three. Yesterday, somewhere uh, in the back bar, a son of a man shot him dead. Why? He's not the first son of the father. The father, the reason why I said. Uh, He asked the father to share this wealth which he has acquired. The man said, why? I'm still living. Why must I share the wealth? The boy went out. Coming back, he shot the man dead. So, my question is, yeah, it's good to have wealth, quite all right. But um, uh, it all depends if our children are not being brought up spiritually, they can normally this word we are talking about. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. You ask questions and ended up with an answer. Thank you for providing answers to your question. Now um, but to just add to the answer you provided. You know, I said that one of the benefits of one of the benefits of good marriages is that parenting is made what? Easy. I said it, parenting is made easy. I said here that children children behave, or children's actions, are based on what they see their parents do, and what, what you tell them. And I said here that, my father told me one time, that because he was a street person, that what you have is not delinquent children, what you have is delinquent parents. Praise the Lord. Now, You know, for Christians, of course we know that the foundation of all I have taught is our salvation. I was teaching the children this morning, during our morning devotion. I said to them that even though, I I use an example, even though that salvation is free, just like uh, their mommy did birthday, had her birthday a few uh, weeks ago, people came and they ate. And I said to them that, People will say that food was free in that house. But was the food free? Somebody paid for it. And I said to them that that's exactly what happens. Because I was teaching them bearing fruits. And my daughter said, is fruits mango or whatever? I said, no, winning souls. That the salvation of our souls, even though it looks like it's free, but someone paid a price for it, and that's Jesus. All that we've been discussing this morning is anchored and centered on a family that fears the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 17, or 18 verse 17, I know my friend Abraham. God was talking about Abraham and that he will command his household to to worship him, to serve him, to fear him. Because of the relationship he had with Abraham. The family I'm talking about today is not an unbelieving family. It's that family... The man is born again. The woman is born again. That's the family that have not, have been missing out in the benefits of the marriage I'm talking about. Parenting is not easy. Both of them are born again. Let me tell you. That's why the the, the, the riches of the wicked will come to us, the righteous. Because as long as they are not born again, they will be killing themselves. But why would the same thing that is happening in a non-believing home, why would it be happening in a believing home? Brethren is not easy. But it should be easy in a believing home. If we lead by example, if we talk to, you know, let me tell you, this is pure, the, the young boy that shot the father feels, of course, the Bible tells us about the prodigal son. But the young boy that shot his father, has seen the way, whether you believe it or not, let's go further, how the man must have been handling the wife. This man may have been beating the wife in front of the children. You know, there are men that can slap the men by cane, and they feel that the cane is for everybody in the house, including their wives. For a child, I couldn't, I, I, when my father says a thing, I, I watch the way he talks to my mom. As a matter of fact, if my father is flogging me, my mother is not even a safe heaven. She will push me back to my father. They were together. They don't side. They don't side. Nobody. If my mother is reprimanding me, she wasn't into beating. You know, in homes, there are some homes that the woman is gifted in beating, the man is talking. There are some that the man is gifted in beating, the woman talks. In my, in my father's house, my father was the physical, my mother was the talking type. So, She will push you back to my to my to my daddy. I saw the way my daddy related with my mom. How do we relate with our wives? That's the center of my message. I'm talking about a Christian home. Is the same do you know that there are some homes? Look at Eli. Take time and study about Eli. There are some homes that pastors claim to be very busy. They don't care about their wives. You ask their children, will you want to be a pastor? No. This Is my, uh, it not the type my father was? After service, he will stay in church and he will give us gala and minara. We'll be drinking in church. Do you know that? Because of that, after service, I am a pastor by the grace of God. After service, if there must be a meeting, I will call my children consciously. I will tell them, I am going to have a meeting now. Don't bother about it. What will happen is that I will take permission from the pastor. I am going to drop you at home. I will make sure you are comfortable. But if you can wait for me, I discuss with them. If I am going to have a meeting, and this men's meeting, I will call my wife. I just heard that men are going to have a meeting. If you can wait for me. Because we normally go to church with a car. But you just assume that you are the Lord. You are not answerable to anybody. You don't communicate. You don't go to your wife to tell your wife. Men are going to have a meeting after service. She should have heard it now. You don't ask her whether she could wait or not. She should know now. At, at certain points. You can even make offers. Okay, don't worry. Drive home. I will ask one of our brothers to drop me after the meeting. You know, sometimes, I will say, drive home. I will enter keke na pep to come back. She will say, oh no. I will wait for you. Communication. Praise the Lord. Communication. Godly heritage. You must... Parenting is easier when you have a good marriage. You must bring up your children so that they are children. What happens after you have gone? You said, what happens after you have gone? My daddy is gone. But I believe... because My daddy was a Sunday school teacher. He called all of us. He took time. Remember what I said? I shared his testimonies. He took time to tell me. We're not fighting over the little he has. So if he has much, we won't fight over it. And the same thing is happening. I have three sons. I have three daughters. I am building the same thing. Of course, let me tell you. One thing is that we are becoming very lazy, but we are claiming that we are busy people. We no longer document things. You no longer. We are Christians today and we read the scriptures because the word of God is documented for us. Do you document things? Do you document things? Do you keep files? Some of these homes, I know the homes you are talking about. Some of them were politicians. Of course, you also look at how they got those wealth. Some of them are politicians. Some of them did not have time for their family. They were only into, maybe bankers, they were only into making, you know, trying to, Uh, Make wealth, trying to gain wealth, trying to amass a lot of whatever wealth. They never had time in building that which will last beyond the material things. Praise the Lord.
2: I thank God I'm blessed in this meeting. Please sir, I'm still single and I want to ask, as you say that uh, you have to be open to your spouse, I believe that it's likewise to anyone that is around you, your brother or your sister. And in a, in a case that I'm living with my junior sister, and she's doing a very good business. I know that she's, God is blessing her. And I was working, but now, even when I was working, I used to tell her my salary and the, the rest part of it. But she never told me hers. She never tells me hers. But what I'm asking, and in the area you say that, you have to be open to the to somebody that is with you. Am I supposed to tell her how much I have in, in my account? Why she's not telling me how much she's getting? Praise God.
0: Hallelujah. You know, they are now taking us outside the context of our discussion. Our discussion is for man and wife. However, you know, it's, it all depends on upbringing. My brother works. Before he got married, he used me as his nest of kin. The day he wedded in Porter Court. We were in a hotel room. My parents were there. I was in another room with my wife. So, they were to travel for honeymoon. So, he came to see us before they would travel. I told him, you know you used me as your nest of kin. Please, when you come back, before the wife, please, when you come back, weekly change it. Because of the way we were brought up in my family. I know how much he earns. He knows how much I earn. Because of the way we were brought up. There's no envy. But the relationship I'm talking about, that I'm so sure, that the person will not plan evil for you is their husband or your wife. It all depends. If she's not telling you has. I wish she was here. She would have heard that she doesn't. She wouldn't get anything. Her salary will not increase, or will not be added. Anything, nothing will be added to the salary for not telling you her salary. But if she's not telling you, you have to be wise now. Is that you discuss with her and teach her and make her know why you tell her? Then why do you need to know how much she earns? That's another question. Are you working together now as husband and wife, or so on and so forth? Praise the Lord. But it, it all, it, it depends on choice. I, we do that in my family. That doesn't mean that all of us, I, my brother, my immediate younger brother knows how much I earn. I know how much he earns. The girl one knows, and I know how much he earns. The very younger ones, we went for visa interview. I went with my daughters, U.S. interview, last year. So, they asked me, I went in with the three girls. They asked me, so how much do you earn? I told the man. My first daughter turned, Jesus, dad, do you earn this much?
1: <laughs>
0: do you understand? I, must I tell my children now? What would they do with the information? Will I tell them later? My daddy told me how much he was earning when I was in the university. My daughter turned and she started shouting before the white man, Jesus, daddy, so you earn this much? I said, your yeah, mommy knows about it. I looked at the man and said, have you seen what you cost here? You have the information, you are asking me before these children, how much do you earn? But to them, they feel that I should also let my children know how much I earn. That's why he will have, he will have the God to ask me for children, how much do you earn? Do you know that there are men that cannot say how much they earn before their wives? Why? It's the same thing that happened to me where my children were. Is what will happen to them. The woman will not turn, oh, dim. So in a little praise the lord hallelujah please um if maybe you marry a woman who is so lazy and she doesn't care about building up the income what she's interested in is liquidating the income or a man who is also lazy or vice versa correct because some men more especially this generation the men of this generation, after my own they are very lazy. What will you do um, if, for instance, once you tell her that your salary has arrived and she knows the amount, she will start making demands. Or, if both of you are signatory to the account, she will just go behind you and sign off the whole amount. What will you do in that case? I expected this question since. Because it's a question that your Now, you know, nobody goes to secondary school without going through primary school. That's why I said that you discuss finance from courtship. Amen. You discuss it from courtship. When I knew who I was dealing with was when she looked at the finance at our disposal for the wedding and she said let's cancel this let's reduce this let's do this let's do this let's do this now there's a there's a particular lady you will be courting to marry or to wed the woman is telling you the number of ashebi will increase this is that this is that this is that you know that's the time you should teach the person vice versa That's the time you should really teach the person. Sometimes, it's because the person has not known. The person is thinking that the person is coming from a background. Remember, we try to define some backgrounds. That why is it that men have different rooms? We define the background, the reason. Why is it that men have different accounts from their wives? We define the background. Because men are thinking that, if I tell her all I have, in fact, they believe that, uh, before I tell a woman, I have 20,000 Naira, I must keep 30 somewhere, so that if we get to the market and um, she makes a demand of 25, I will surprise her. That's how some men think. I don't do it. But it's not something that started in a day. I took time to grow the person. Now, if if the point you are now is that the lady is lazy, and the lady makes frivolous demands. Already, the, the, you, are, you are operating at the higher distance. You need to bring the person down through teaching. Serious teaching. You have to get books for the person to read. You have to get messages for the person to listen to. You have to teach the person. You have to guide the person. See why there's something I learned in church. And see why I think it's important to we do this thing. See, 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 you guide the person. I'm not saying you should open the vault. But I want to tell you that if you think it is, it is better to now keep the information away from the lady, I don't know how much my wife will demand of me. That will be equal to, assuming I have 20 million, equal to 2 million naira. Which will be used to pay letter, for letter of administration. Did you get it? Did you get it? It's my responsibility. Instead, I will put, I will tell her clearly. um, We have twenty million naira in this account, but before I withdraw, you have you you have right to withdraw. But I have written an instruction because of the way you've been spending. I will remove that instruction if you stop spending this way. It's for your good. I have stayed there as long as I'm alive. They should confirm all checks from me. As long as I'm alive, they should confirm all checks from me. That will put a... No man will like it. You would like to be responsible. Let's say I earned 3 million naira. And my wife earns 500,000 naira. She's a lecturer, so you will know that I'm using exaggeration. Now, what it means that the two of us earn how much? 3.5. Praise the Lord. So my wife, you can't see my wife, because she earns 500,000, you will see her and feel, look at this woman, she drives one of the best cars. Why? Because her salary is no more 500,000. Her salary is 3 million plus 500 divided by what? 2. My own salary is now 3 million plus 500 divided by what? 2. So we are equal. Did you get the mathematics? So when you see her, she packs her car. The car she is parking is not a car of five hundred thousand. No. She's parking a car, she's wearing a cloth of three million plus five hundred divided by, by two. So the whole money is together. It is a sin that a man is looking so wealthy. And she may be appointed as a minister of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. She may be any more than I do. She will come down. I will do what? I will come up. That's just dealing with her in knowledge. You know, I have my daddy's check in my house. Sometimes I have need for money. The money is in the account. My mother is in the U.S. I can't just steal a leaflet of that check and start signing. I will need to discuss with my mom. I will need to discuss with my elder sister. Is there money in the account? Yes. But my daddy had warned I should deal with my mom the way He has dealt with her. I can't withdraw. It's not my money. It's our money. Did you get that? So you put that memo, it's called a memo, on the account. Don't say, because the person is frivolous in spending, I will not do it. Pastor does not understand. You will spend more. Put the person as a signatory to the account. Put a memo on the account. As long as I'm alive, please confirm checks from me before you honor the check. The woman check comes A call goes to the man. Sweetheart, There's a check But we didn't discuss it now. Because we didn't discuss it, I will return it. Let's discuss it first. If you do it once, twice, the woman will pick up. The man will pick up. There may be quarrels. There may be quarrels. That's the only time it is. After you have prayed and prayed and prayed, you, you go for marriage seminar again and discuss. Amen. I don't know if I answered you. Praise the Lord. Okay, sir. I just want to thank you very much, sir, for the presentation. But I I have something to to just ask. You know, you were talking about uh, being naked to one another. And then, thank God. Well, by the way, at least the mothers, the women are here. So they will bear witness that uh, we have improved after today. But for the young people who are not married, who are still here, many of them will be wondering, at what point, at what time do I tell her that I am borrowing money to marry her? Or that I borrowed money to marry her? <laughs> Will she not run away if I tell her I want to borrow money to marry you? I just want to hear your view. The Lord. Thank you. I didn't fall from the moon. Some of you know me. I schooled in ULEC. I started surveying. I found my wife in ULEC. She was studying medical radiography. You know, that's why I said communication in marriage is key. Let me tell you what I used to do. My wife, a lot of medical doctors and medical students in final year, you know, when they get to that, they are okay hall, whatever. They beseech sisters. Or when they start house job, Communication. As at the time I proposed to my wife to marry me, I had a pair of trousers. I was really a radical Christian on campus. All the money I was making, I was a, I was a pickup driver. There were so many needs in the fellowship. So the money we go to the fellowship to buy equipment for evangelism and so on. Me, because of the way I wanted my marriage to be, I sat her down. I said, I love you. I truly love you. But I don't know if you have... Notice that I've been wearing one pair of trousers all this while. See, let me tell you something. When God is in a thing, all that you need to pray for is let God be in this marriage. When God is in a thing, nobody will run away. So at the point, you know, we didn't borrow to wed. At the point we were, wed- we were about to wed, I discussed with her. I said to her, I don't believe in borrowing for this, for wedding. What our money can afford is mineral. We managed to buy three cartons of malt. One, because they said the in-laws will drink malt, one carton. You give one to my people, one to her people, one on the high table. That was all. The rest, mineral. The meat inside the rice is like a belly button. I'm telling you. I told her during courtship there is nothing to hide don't raise the bar and set yourself up i told her this is what i have i want to marry you but i am sure that as we continue in this journey that the lord will prosper us sir the lord has prospered us there was no there was so no, from the time of courtship when you have Opened up to the woman. Women, you know, I keep telling people, women are not as wicked as we think. They are, not as, they are not bad. Let me not say as. They are not wicked as we think. They are not bad. We are the ones making things difficult for them. So when you have given an impression you are rich, when you are not rich, you are saying she will run away. If you sit a woman down and, see, medical doctors, we are coming, very tall people, handsome people. You know, I'm tall and handsome. But this woman left all these people. And she was following somebody who was telling her, "See my all and all. I was quoting with a very close of mine, he has going to be with the Lord. I kept telling her the truth. But I was so sure, because I know the scripture, that the path of a just man is that the shining light that shines brighter and brighter to the perfect end. I kept telling her that our tomorrow holds a lot. Don't bother about now. And you know, I used to be very... I will tell God, please, if you are in this thing, go ahead of me. I pray a lot of, you know, when I want to give things, when I want to sow, I believe we can sow. And I want to really do it. I say to God, go ahead of me. This is my passion. And I believe she does that. Touch my wife so that when I make this proposal, let's say you have a building project going on. And I look at the the a particular post we have where we sow. And the money is not so much. And I want to give empty the purse. We call it Isaac's sacrifice. You know, it will take God going to talk to my wife for her to accept. But if God is in it and goes ahead of her, ahead of me to talk to her, it's a lot easier. So I used to tell her then that, you know, one day she was praying before we got married. She saw a bunch of key and she said to me, God has proven to me that you will make it. That was why I sang that song. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. Don't hide it. That woman that will not appreciate you. Don't forget your days of little beginning. That man that will not appreciate you. Days of little beginning is actually not your own. Amen. During courtship, disclose it. I said during what? Courtship. You know we don't believe in dating in church. During courtship, part of. The things you should discuss in finance is that see who I am, see how much I earn, see where I am hoping to get to, discuss it. Amen. If the woman is a good woman, and you have discussed this, if the man is a good man, and you you know, my wife used her sisters because her sister, the younger sister got wedded before her. Because of how her finance was. My wife used her sister's wedding gown. She wore her sister's wedding gown on our wedding day. She said, "No, there's no need." She called her sister, "Send your wedding gown to me. I will amend it." That's what she wore. This same woman is someone that when she's passing now, everybody is wishing, I wish I can, because God has beautified her. Praise the Lord. Amen. So don't do not forget your days of little beginning. That I served mineral like you're drinking now does not mean I have functions now at at the point when we're doing a birthday party of the twins. 2014. I called my wife. I told my wife, you know, some years ago they came to tell me on the high table that there were no more drinks. On the high table during our wedding they came to tell me that the drinks are finished, food finished. What do we do? Do we go and carry on credit? I said, no, I have told my wife I won't borrow. If you go and carry on credit, I don't know. I don't know whether the money we've realized here will pay it. I don't want anybody to disturb me. Praise the Lord. I told them, worry. during the vote of times I will apologize. And truly, during the vote of times, I told them, I'm sorry. I heard that drink's finished. I'm sorry we, we could not afford to give to everybody. We planned for such and so number of people. It means I'm so loved. We are so loved. That's why you came. But I want to tell you, very soon. I will have ceremonies, we will have ceremonies that when you come, there will be surplus for you to drink. So I remembered it during the twins' birthday, I said, I want to buy drinks that people, after they have finished drinking, will have so much drinks left in the house. Amen. Open up to your wife, either to be or your wife. Praise the Lord.
1: Praise the Lord. Please, I have two questions to
2: ask. One of the questions is that, in a situation, a man does not believe in this joint account of a thing.
0: Or the woman.
2: <laughs> or the woman does not believe. Even when maybe you ask him that, even when you want to open an account, and you ask him that if he can uh, join you in opening that account, as in be a signatory to the account, he refuse. What would you do in that kind of situation? And another one A situation whereby a man or a woman harbors unforgiving spirits, as in something that happened maybe five or ten years, they will still be talking about it and be reminding you of it. What do you do in that case?
0: Praise the Lord. It's not easy for someone to accept to open a joint account with a spouse. It's not easy, more especially when such foundations were not laid during courtship. But you know, it starts one day. There was a seminar in the church. And the person that the Lord used that day said that these are the benefits of this. That was why I took time to talk about the benefits. These are the benefits. And I think we'll be missing out in these benefits. And as your wife, my, my sweetheart or my husband, I will want us to... No, there's no man that doesn't like profit. There's no man. Present the profit first. He will sit down and listen. He said, Eh, uh, if you in a you know, you keep talking about it. You now tell, you now share experiences. These are the things. Or you share stories of what I share. These are the things that likely happen. I'm not you know, there was somebody that was ill. He had an accident. A member of our church. The man had an accident and was in the hospital. Um, Dr. Nock was seeing the the man, and I will stop there. At least we know that Enoch is a neurosurgeon. So the man was sick. So I went to Enoch and I said, I asked Enoch, I know we are praying. He said, Brother, it tells God. You know, that's why Christian doctors are good. It tells God to salvage this situation. I said, Okay. Me, I went back. I went to the brother. I said, Sir, we are praying for you. This is medically. What it looks like. But beyond med- medical whatever, I want to ask you some questions. Other than, you know, your state with God. You know, whether you've made peace with God, this, is that. What happens with your account? The man was flowing. He was saying, yes, if the, the, the doctor has even told me to be preparing. That I'm ready. Immediately I got to, what happens with your account? The man said, ah, Pastor, are you not saying that you're not praying enough that I will leave? The man's face turned. I said, he has an account with Diamond Bank. It's one of the cases that, when I remember it, I feel bad. I said, let me bring your banker to this hospital. Let them sign. Sign that your wife is the signature to the account. He couldn't sign well, because he had, he had I don't know the names. So his hands were not moving well. But because the banker will cite him in the hospital, they will go back and apply the instruction. The man refused. Till how many years is in the grave? Do you know that it didn't end there? The man had properties. The woman doesn't know where the properties are. So the question is, what was the reason for acquiring these things? What was the reason if you will not allow your wife who shares the same house with you? If you will not allow your husband who shares the same house, what is the reason for our. You know, the one that broke my heart, the woman went for um, Redeemed Convention last year. By the time they came back, they've thrown their things out of their house. She was homeless. The husband had money in Diamond Bank. She can't pay rent. She was still processing letter of administration. And she was homeless. That's stupidity. Praise the Lord. Amen. I pray that our cases. So, take the person through this. If she doesn't want to be, if he doesn't want joint account, ask him questions. What do you, so why you know, keep asking, keep teaching, keep praying for the person. The heart of a stone can be turned a heart of flesh. So, if the man has heart of stone, you keep praying that the heart will be turned a heart of flesh. Praise the Lord. You know, we just keep teaching and teaching and believing God that the church will be doing what the Lord is telling the church. Praise the Lord.
3: Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the wonderful message. And uh, thank the fathers for inviting us to be a living witness. I have a, a question. Um, I think I, I would just have to like share a little uh, message before I ask my question. I have a friend. She's an Igbo. And she married a different tribe. She has um, joint account with her husband. So she said that uh, once they pay them their salary, they will move the two salary, him and herself, to that their joint account. So, but the thing happens that every time the mon- money leaves the joint account, and the husband won't give her. enough um, reason why the money is leaving. Mm. And each time she asks for money for her own people, Mm. the husband will always refuse. So she finally, like, stopped paying money to the joint account. So they fought and fought and fought. That one was over. So right now, what the the latest issue now is that the man said is against his tradition for a woman to give name. You know they are not the same tribe. Mm. So once a child, a baby is born, the man will give like three names from his own place. Mm. And said that it is against his tradition for the woman to give an Igbo name to the child. Mm. So the, the woman keep on um, um, complaining. So finally the man say, okay, she can give name to the child, but the child will never bear it. Mm. So that is the issue there now. So my question now, and not even only that. He said even when she sits down at home and maybe cross leg, the man would say it's against his tradition for a woman to sit and cross leg. If she raises leg on her somewhere, the man would say it's against his tradition woman, for a woman to sit down and put leg on the other side. If seat. she sleeps, is
0: against their tradition for a woman to sleep.
3: <laughs> so my question now is, is it good for a man to bring in tradition in everything at the Lord. Or is it better for one to also, as in to like... Marry only his his or her tradition, other than marrying other tribes. Thank you.
0: Praise the Lord. Okay, now, let me me just share something. You know, the issue of marriage cannot be exhausted in a day. Amen. Are they Christians? That's the first question. Those people, are they born again Christians? Are they Christians? The foundation. If they are Christians, then there's a problem somewhere. How did they meet? Did they go through counseling? Did the man tell the woman everything about himself? Did the woman tell the man about everything about herself? Now, of course, we know that even amongst pastors, when we talk about financing marriage, there's a particular pastor, the wife is a nurse. So the wife earns money and moves into the joint account. Immediately the money gets into that account. That's why I use that illustration. That if my wife earns 50,000 and I earn 500,000 or 450. If I earn 450 and she earns 50. It means that her salary now has become 250. And mine is what? 250. We are equal. When you, there are some women, when you see their husbands. I pray he's not in this church. And see the woman or their women. You'll be wondering, did they come out from the same house? The man is full of life. The man is shining. The man takes time to take care of himself. The woman is looking like she's unhappy. And why? Because the man has collected all the money, sitting on the money, and the man is deciding what happens. Remember I said everything must be discussed. You must agree on the principles. And you must allow, you must follow it. That's when everybody will be prospering. Now, for that kind of case, tradition, tradition, tradition. There's a, a man. He's from Ekiti, And he, got, he, he wedded someone from Iboland, And they said in their tradition that when the in-law visits, just like I'm from Uba, my wife is from Nokwa. there's a soup we call Ofer Atara. So, assuming it's a tradition that when my father visits, he must be served Ophachara and Okaze. My wife doesn't know what Ophachara is. My father is visiting. So this particular man, they said in Ekiti, you must pound the yam very well, and you must give it in salad soup or something like that. So this man, when the tradition says, when this man comes in, the man will sit in the parlor with his son, and that the man will be jesting with the son to prove if the wife, this daughter-in-law is good. The daughter-in-law will be pounding the yam. But this girl is Igbo. She doesn't understand how to pound the yam on. And with this wheat and everything, everything made easy. So this man arrives from Equity. They live in Lagos. Ah, my son, how are you? Why, well, my daughter-in-law, how are you? Okay, you know now I have to eat pounded the yam? The girl said yes. That's why communication in marriage. The The lady looked at the husband, as in, the way the girl looked at the husband, without verbal communication, the man knew that the the lady was calling him. So he went there. He said, I don't know this man. How do you say, don't worry. I know what I will do. Because of the love. The, the, the young man went to the daddy, daddy, how are you? How was your trip? Okay, no problem. This is that, 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 that. You know, um, daddy, just be reading this newspaper. I know you like newspapers. He dropped the newspaper. He rushed to the kitchen. He removed his shirt. He told the wife, don't worry, where is the pandadium? Have you boiled it? Don't worry. You know, he started pounding the yam. So he told the daddy, let me just go out and do some things. I'll, I'll see you later. Put CNN, gave him papers to be reading. So the man was distracted. The Bible says, Love covereth multitude of what? There are a lot of traditions in my own place. Women don't sleep before their husbands. Who are you? <laughs> but will I not say because women don't sleep before their husbands? I walk in a bank, so the woman will be awake till I come back by 11. Tradition. There are some traditions that are wicked. By the way, who made these traditions? So it's something that you must discuss with someone. A man who is a farmer woke up one morning, didn't go to school. He, re- he came up with traditions. So this, this young man, you know, pounded the yam and finished the thing, wore his shirt back and put the thing in a plate, brought the soup and said to the wife, when I just go back to my daddy now and sit down, you just carry this in and go to the dining and you come and do like this and say, daddy, um, the food is served. That's what you have to do. And you keep quiet. Okay, so the young man went back to his father and they were discussing the young, the lady brought the food and said daddy, the food is served so the man went to the dining and ate and was calling the, husband, the, the son how come your wife pounded this yam like a kitty people and started, you know Yoruba people and he started blessing the lady, who did the work are you that kind of man in your home like I said in our place, in Umba for example, women don't cross their leg where elders are. I don't know whether it is whatever. Women don't drink, whether it is mineral or whatever, with left hand. But my wife is left handed. My wife is left handed. She uses her left hand to do everything. So I will not come and say to. Her. So when I was marrying her, I went to my daddy, daddy, see what tradition says. My wife is left handed, go. So, whenever she brings her to hand, call it right. Praise the Lord. If you love the woman, it is your responsibility to defend and to protect her. You will forget about, I wish no people, name people. Yes, even in the scripture, the person can come from scripture that men name their children. But if you love the woman, the man has a problem. The man has a complex problem. In marriage teaching, there's what you call self-esteem. The man has no self-image. The man is struggling with the wife. The wife is ahead of the man. Like I said, my wife was earning more than I was earning when we started. But I didn't have no self-esteem. So they should come for counseling. If not, one day, eh? The woman... <laughs> the woman... <laughs> The woman will be eating food, she will, she will, he will tell the woman that in my place, the tradition says when you are married for seven years, you stop eating food. That's, that's exactly why this teaching is going around. Men are seeing their wives as servants and not
1: how help meet. praise the Lord.